2: Welcome. You're listening to Sports Ecom 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host Edward Brown, along with my co-host Russell Jackman. Burn Glenn is only today only. That's right. Because yes. <laughs> Burn is off today.
3: Now the uh, room to breathe here. I can I can actually fly uh, fly on my own here.
2: Yes, you always do a good job. That's why we like having you as a co-host. And at at each commercial break, we're going to ask a sports trivia question. And, uh, again, because we know how much you love basketball, this one is going to be great centers of the NBA. Oh, that's good. Yeah. so I'm sure you'll do well. Uh, So we don't have any guests, so it's just going to be uh, mano y mano today. Uh, A couple of things I wanted to go over in the next segment. Uh, Iowa State, uh, in the worst city, Ames, Iowa, uh, for covid it's going to let 25,000 fans attend the season opener. And they're going to have face masks required at all times and social distancing. And uh, you know, it's funny, I'm thinking about this, you know, part of the problem I see, and they'll be doing this with movie theaters too. I can't see wearing a mask. It'd just be very difficult for me to enjoy myself wearing a mask the entire time.
3: Uh, they did it in 1918. There's pictures of people at baseball games wearing masks
2: but that wasn't me. Yeah.
3: yeah
4: no, it,
3: there, it would be hard to enjoy yourself thinking the whole time is the person sitting next to me, you know, if he coughs or if he sneezes, yeah. is that something that's going to give me COVID-19? That's always going to be in the back of your mind versus enjoying the game in front of your eyes.
2: I, I mean, I do like the fact of, of uh, you know, having more, re- more room, you know, if everybody's being six feet apart. That'll be kind of fun. Uh, well, can we get, uh, back from the next segment or for after this segment we'll uh, get into i want to talk about the clippers marcus morris getting ejected for a flagrant foul. We'll talk about that suspended wide receiver josh gordon sells his 2018 patriots super bowl ring and a michael jordan rookie card sells for four hundred and twenty thousand dollars. all right stay with us you are listening to sports econ 101 we're gonna be right back
5: Attention Bay Area homeowners, Pacific Private Money has a loan program that can help you buy your next home right now. No need to wait to sell your existing home first. Our unique bridge loan lets you tap the equity in your current home to provide up to 100% financing on the home you wish to buy. We're friendly, fast, and ready to help you right now. Call us today for more information, 415-883-2150, or visit us at PacificPrivateMoney.com.
0: Equal housing lender, licensed CalDRE 01897444. All investments have inherent risk, and your results may vary. This station does not guarantee nor endorse any investment strategy. With Half Moon Bay Kayak Company, you can discover the world of sea kayaking, paddleboarding, and biking in Half Moon Bay paddle among seals birds and other marine life in protected pillar point harbor or the wild waters of the open pacific our fleet is made up of single and double kayaks a wide variety of stand-up paddle boards and many different bikes to suit your needs which you can use to bike the famous half moon bay coastal trail we also offer classes tours corporate trips and private events half moon bay kayak company Call us today at 650 773 6101. That's 650 773 6101. Or go to hmbkayak.com for more details. Half Moon Bay Kayak Company, hmbkayak.com.
4: Mountain Mike's Pizza in San Rafael is open for both takeout and delivery. So if you want pizza the way it ought to be, call us at 415-454-4300 or go to mountainmikesandrafel.com and order online. You can either pick up your fabulous pizza or we can deliver it to you. Our dough and shredded cheese are made fresh daily. So call 415-454-4300 or go to mountainmikesandrafel.com and order your pizza.
2: I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Russell Jackman. Vern Glenn is off today. Uh, by the way, I forgot to mention last segment of, uh, of Sports Econ 101 was sponsored by Pacific Private Money, still providing mortgage investments that are currently yielding over 7.5% secured by real estate. <sighs> Check them out at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Um,
3: well, you didn't forget that.
2: I, I, well, I, I forgot for saying for the last segment, but that's okay. Uh, you know, in fact, uh, Russell, before we uh, cut to break, you were saying that there was uh, – in 1918, we all know about the the main virus back then, the influenza virus – and, uh, you know, people were wearing masks and all that. But I, I'm i trying to remember seeing, I don't remember seeing any photos. You said that there's some photos? Yeah,
3: yeah, I saw some. Well, of course, you know, not everybody had a cell phone and, and able to take pictures. You know, it was one of those things. That, <laughs> it was a, an event to have somebody with a camera yeah. around in 1918. But I've seen some pictures of uh, baseball games. I think one of them was in Detroit or something, where everyone in the stadium was wearing masks. And they didn't have really? social distancing.
2: Yeah.
3: People were still sitting next to each other. But they were all wearing masks. So, you know, it's it's it it it's been done, you know, yeah. theoretically. Now, we, the other thing is we don't know how sophisticated the tracing was. So we don't know if people were going to those games and coming down with the uh, Spanish flu or not. Sure, that's
2: right, so, the Spanish so, flu. That's you know, what we do. don't know
3: how successful it really was. And what, like three million people died. So... Yeah it probably wasn't all that successful. So I don't know. I mean, I just, to have it in the back of my mind, like thinking that, you know, did somebody sneeze on this hot dog? Did somebody, yeah. you know, uh, uh, cough on this soda before they <laughs> handed it over to me? Did somebody, you know, did, you know did, can you, can you sanitize all 65,000 seats in an arena you know, like, you know, uh, some of these like big stadiums, like uh, Kansas city or, or, yeah. or Seattle. But you just know, before I the mean,
2: game starts, you know, I guess you go to every seat that someone's going to be sitting in and wipe. it.
3: Yeah. Up. I mean, how do you yeah. know that, you know, and, and yeah. that's, that's one of the big problems is, I mean, unless you carry around a can of Lysol with you and everything you, you, everywhere you go, you spray it yourself. You don't really know who's been there before you. I, and I mean, things like, simple things like standing in line yeah. and queuing up for stuff, that's, uh, like, like I, last time I went to a baseball game, obviously, it was a line for people getting in through security, and that yeah. line was like, you know, almost half a block long. Well, you add the social distancing on that, and it's yeah. going to go around the stadium.
2: And what about the bathroom?
3: Uh, that is another major, yeah. major issue. You know, uh, especially you know, number one, maybe not so much, but number two, yeah, that's a <laughs> big. I mean, it's a big deal now. I mean, you, sure. you drive around and you try to. You know, my daughter and I went uh, uh, up to visit uh, some friends in Healdsburg, and my daughter was like, "I'll have to go to the bathroom," and that took like about twenty minutes to drive around to find a place that had a working restroom that wasn't closed off for everybody. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's try finding an open restroom right now. It's not as easy as you think.
2: Well, I, I guess you know if you go to a restaurant, they will let you like in. Most
3: of them are, are takeout only. Yeah, and but they that, don't think their bathrooms that, to the public <laughs> because they don't want to have to monitor it and clean it out and do all the 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 uh, maintenance that you have to do to make sure uh, not only it sanitized yeah. for the public but for the workers themselves. You know? Yeah. Well, have even, even been to a number of gas stations that don't have yeah. working restrooms. And McDonald's.
2: McDonald's. Well, and, where, and where do the employees go to the bathroom?
3: Well, the the employees are allowed to use it, but they're the only ones that are allowed to use it. Okay. And, and they you don't still don't know how
2: cleanliness public. you know, you don't know how clean they are with washing their hands. Uh, you know, and, Yeah, no, it's
3: all, <laughs> it's a lot different now. The whole, you know, so many things come into play and i wonder if people are going to feel safe and want to attend these things and pay plus your ticket is probably going to end up being three times as much as it was in the pre-covid days considering you don't have someone to the left of you and you don't have someone to the right of you
2: yeah but but the economics of it though if they price themselves out people are just going to say it's not
3: worth it on the other hand will you you know if you're only gonna sell two-thirds the number of tickets you know how are you going to make that profitable for yourself you know if you, but,
2: but if you don't sell any then you know well if you don't uh, sell yeah. any
3: you still may come out ahead in the sense that you don't even bother you know trying to open the stadium for fans
2: true you, i mean that, yeah yeah it's a cost-benefit analysis that you have to weigh the you know how many fans would would show up paying versus all the costs of security
3: and the um, vendors and all that. And sanitizing everything and being on top of it. And what happens when someone inevitably gets sick? Now, granted, it's not, the other thing is that you have to show that, you know, that you got it from the stadium. So like somebody goes to a 49er game and then two weeks later gets sick. Do you know that it was at the 49er game? Was it on the bus? Was it to to go to the stadium? Was it maybe an, uh, a two hours after the game someone went to a bar or something? Yeah, like that? yeah, or, I,
2: that's going to be really, really... cousin
3: scary. stopped over and, and he yeah. have to have, you know, Corona. Trying to pinpoint where a virus comes from is not as easy as people think. And uh, oh, you we know. haven't do- had any lawsuits yet so far, based on someone saying I got infected from your venue or from you and I'm, I'm suing you.
0: Because I mean, the only
2: way you could prove that is if you could prove that you did nothing else except for go there and come right back and you were completely isolated, but that's not going to happen. You know, people go out to go to the grocery store, to restaurants and all that. I, I, so I don't know. You kind of wonder if the, the government, I mean, I'm sure you have to probably sign something when you go into the stadium Sure. you understand that, you know, you, these are the rules and that you're still subject to, you know, reasonable um, being subjected. Yeah. To, I mean, Vern was
3: saying that he's had to like sign yeah. some huge waivers just to be a reporter at any of these events. And, he's and not
2: are they going to test? Are they going to they take your temperature when you go in?
3: Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah.
2: and how long is that going to take? I mean, they have I to open it. Now, they're not great. allowing any tailgating, you know, um, and they'll have some social distancing. Um, And I don't know how, I mean, uh, Iowa. The Raiders say they're not having any
3: fans, period. The Raiders said for the whole season, they're not having any fans. Wow. So they just built an X billion dollar stadium. And for their first season as a franchise, (laughs) they will have no fans. It's really mind boggling to see. That's the whole reason
2: why they moved
3: yes yeah you know to
2: have a good stadium and all that
3: right right and yet they still will be the silver and blacked out as as we used to call them when they were here in (laughs) oakland bad time to move
2: all right so that's uh that that's our 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 football uh you know not only college but uh the pros or not only pros but the college uh yeah i wonder how many pro teams are deciding to uh open up i mean they they, they they i think the chief said that they were going to do it for you know half the stadium or whatever they could do social distancing you know there's going to be some people who just go i gots to have my football you know? yeah
3: but then there are also going to be people that are like well i gots to have my tailgates and i gots to party with my my crew you know the, the, i wonder how enforceable it's going to be to keep people once they're in the stadium from conglomerating together you know, yeah.
2: and, you're just going to have security guards constantly tell people, you know, to move. That's and to, a lot of fun. That's going to yeah. be a lot
3: of fun. And, you know, some people are going to say, it's my right now that yeah. I paid to. Yeah. To it's my right. And, to and,
2: sit and, and they're going to have, you know, mind, all the so. fights that are going to break out and all that kind of fun stuff. It's not going to be. I'm, good. I'm staying home. <laughs> Me too. All right. Here's our uh, first trivia question. Uh, talking great centers of the NBA. Who was drafted first overall in 1985
3: out of Georgetown? He
2: played for the, and the NBA. The, oh, you mentioned
5: first.
3: Georgetown. Let's, let's just give a quick moment of yeah,
2: uh, John remembrance Thompson.
3: for John Thompson, yeah. who is one of the great coaches of all time.
2: Good, 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 good human being, too. Uh, so he never won a championship, but he did play. Part, he was on the dream team. So I know, I know,
3: I right. know exactly you're talking about. Oh yeah, this this one's an on like easy. I figured i you courtesy of the frozen envelope. He didn't become a warrior.
2: It's true. All You've right, well, you heard that? Us.
3: Uh, rumor, right?
2: I did. Yeah. Stay with us. You're listening to Sports Talk 101. We're going to be right back.
0: Visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov.
1: We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt. Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have Debt Destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. That's 877-360-0402.
2: Welcome back to Sports One Hundred and One. Edward Brown here. Russell Jackman over there. Vern Glenn, who knows where he is? He's somewhere. I have a local. reverse
3: trivia question for you that I think is harder than the one that you gave me. I, I want to see. Okay, I'm going to ask
2: my mine, and then you can ask yours. All right. Uh, who was the uh, talking NBA centers? Who was drafted first overall in 1985 out of Georgetown?
3: Patrick Ewing.
2: That is correct. Ewing.
3: Okay. Yes. Now um, they were showing in the playoffs that LeBron James has moved into the number four position of game of playoff games played who is the number 1 player with the no, most number of playoff games
2: uh is it kareem or no. no kobe
3: bryant i'm going to tell you when i tell you the answer it will blow you away it is not who you Carl think malone no keep going Wait
2: keep a minute. going uh, uh hold on hold on it's i'll not- tell
3: you this he's a point guard and he's not someone that you would have thought. It's not a dream teamer. It's not someone that's a Hall of Famer. It's not someone that's. Is he stands still playing? Out. What is he still playing? No, no.
2: Oh, uh, Oscar Robertson?
3: No, no. I said not a Hall of Famer by any. Oh, oh, oh that's right.
2: Obviously, he was a Hall of Famer.
3: Yeah, no one would put him on a ballot for the Hall of Famer. What, what I, team did he play what, play. what team did he play for? Uh, a number of teams, including the Lakers and the Jazz.
2: Uh, I was going to say, well, no, I was going to say, Jason Kidd did make the Hall of Fame. um, Oh, John Stockton.
3: You see, John Stockton is the first ballot Hall of Fame. There's no question about John Stockton being. No, when I tell you, you're going to go, oh, my gosh. Wait, wait, what
2: what years did he play?
3: Uh, In the 90s and the early 2000s.
2: Jazz. For the jazz and who else?
3: The Lakers. Uh, Fisher. Yeah, Derek Fisher, Derek Fisher is number one, on, and he's oh, yeah. he's like number one with a bullet. I mean, LeBron is about two forty-five in number of games played.
2: Yeah,
3: and Derek Fisher is like two ninety.
2: That's amazing. I mean, well, he played for so many years. That'd be somebody who played for a lot of years. Wow, that's uh, that's a good one.
3: Yeah, I, good when one. I saw the when I first of all when I saw it, I was like, wow, Derek Fisher. And then second of all, I was like, I better remember that so I can throw it in as a trivia question. Yeah for sports econ 101 it just goes to show that if you're a role player but you're a very accomplished role player (laughs) you're going to be on teams teams are going to want you as much as they want the big stars because a guy like Derek fisher he was a great team player and yeah you know, he never, you know, demanded the ball. He was always there. You know, he's always the second in command to Kobe Bryant. Yeah, but he know. would
2: make the big shots when Colby. Yeah, he are. made
3: big shots, but yeah. he never insisted on on making right. them. You he know, I, so
2: out. he, I guess, he would be on the fringe of hall of fame
3: i don't think he'd make the hall of fame except on the fact that he had the most number of playoff games yeah that's about the only significant stat that he has he doesn't have any other yeah. big stats he wasn't like number one in three point shots made and he isn't number one in points scored and he you know
2: would he be considered a,
3: a sixth man no, no, he was a starter He's a, a lot starter, of those so, years. But yeah, just but when, sort of a background guy, just kind yeah. of a guy that would always play that role and never wanted to step up and be the star, and there was always a bigger star on the team with yeah. him. Yeah, that's the know, thing. And, if there's
2: always a bigger star on the team, you know.
3: Yeah, you well, be, if you can accept that role, you can beat him get 294 uh, playoff games under your belt.
2: Yeah, that's amazing. Well, when you play with good teams like, you know, the Lakers, and then there was a time when the Jazz were just – in it all the time yeah wow um he played for other teams too
3: yeah i just so those are the two main ones. all of them off the mm-hmm. top of my head, but i think he's primarily known for his time with the lakers Lakers, the yeah
2: so staying on the uh, nba track here uh watching uh, the game a couple of days a few days ago the clippers marcus morris got ejected for a frank flagrant foul on luca don yeah well deserved well you know so i was going to ask about that um you know i i looked at the replays and it was a kind of a hard foul, but it didn't look like it
3: was. He hit late. him twice. He hit him first when he was coming at him. He hit him with his hand. And then when he went up, he hit him a second time. And I'll tell you this, this is how you get ejected to the NBA. It's this. Yeah, it's when it's you push your hand down and you force the guy downward. And then you give that stare down. Oh, right, all getting the stare on, yeah. So
2: uh, let me ask it, and again, I, I like Luka Doncic, so this is no, you know nothing to to say about him. But I'm just wondering if if sometimes some of these refs are looking at the you know the the star players of the NBA, and they're going to give them a little bit more grace. I mean, like James Harden got that a lot with, with calling fouls against you know against.
3: Uh, well, the who... Jordan rules are nothing new. <laughs> you know that that goes all the way back to Jordan that you do get. <laughs> Because you're a star. But in this COVID situation, I think the refs are even more sensitive to seeing a guy that wants to start a brawl. It's one thing when you want to have a fight between two different guys. That's one thing. But you don't, right now, the last thing they want is a bench clearer.
2: Wait, wait. Do you think that – I mean, do you think Marcus Morris was trying to start a fight? I don't um,
3: He cared whether or not he did. I don't think he, he was, he was, he, he did want to hurt Luca. He did want to send a message to him, like, don't come, you know, trying to make an inside shot against me type, type mentality. And um, uh, 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 Dallas was already short of Porzingis. So, you know, if, if Luka Doncic got hurt, Dallas would be done completely, even though they were done in the series. After all, so yeah. I think that you just that they are definitely more uh, willing to pull the string on somebody when they're acting out in this COVID environment than they would be.
2: That's a that, now that that actually is a very good point because uh, you know the the message gets across. Look, we're trying to make this a non physical game, especially during this COVID situation, because guys are just coming down with it all the time. You know, even in baseball. Look at the A's. Right. The A, suddenly, you know, the one, two people, whatever, you know. It's,
3: it's true. Yeah. I mean, it's, they're postponing games. How the so. Giants have avoided it, although there's rumor that somebody in the Giants organization had COVID as well, but they don't know who that person is. Again, it goes back to what we were first talking about, trying to trace down yeah. where an infection is and then see, does has anyone else come down with it too? Well, it doesn't, it doesn't help when some of these guys go to the reality. Them
2: when some of these guys go to bars and strip clubs, but also
3: false (laughs) positives are reality. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and you can't just yank someone and say, you know, your livelihood is over for, for right now. And it turns out, oops, we took the wrong test and, and we, we mixed yours up with some results with somebody else. And it turns out you were fine this whole time, but we made you a pariah. Yeah. We, you know, kicked you out of the league. And what,
2: what are they going to do? Uh, what do they do with all these postponed
3: games? You know, I think they're going to wind up canceling them. I think they, I think so. you know, I mean, what you mean in the NBA or in the in uh, in, in,
2: baseball? Uh, in baseball?
3: I think they're just unless it's for teams that are contending for a playoff spot, they'll probably just wipe them away and just say, you know. So they'll
2: know, just kind of push them off, push them off, and then – Like the, the Cardinals. I don't
3: think the Cardinals will ever get back those games that they lost or the Phillies, you know. To, yeah. But fortunately, neither one of those teams is really doing that well. So they're not going to probably matter. Well, if,
2: if you postpone so many games, I mean, what happens when you get to the World Series and it's like, yes, it was a season of 25 games, you
3: know. I don't think they'll let a team go. <laughs> but, you know, with the Giants, they, 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 they pushed in a doubleheader. You know, they, they they may, for a number of teams, just get them to do a series of double headers heading down the stretch and try to fit them in if they're if they're playoff contenders. Remember now that the double headers are only seven innings. Yeah, in, in, the tie. So, yeah, in the COVID time. So, which in the case of the Giants against the Dodgers was kind of merciful because mm-hmm. the Giants didn't yeah. score any runs in either of those two games and only watching fourteen instead of eighteen innings
2: yeah. to me it was somewhat merciful. You know, it's it, I almost feel sorry for the for the, whoever wins the World Series because there's there's always going to be that tainted you know asterisk
3: in theory. You know, oh, a some short- people say you should get a gold star for actually getting through this season, you know, and braving through all the changes and being able to still win a World Series despite all the uh, 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 adversity that's gone on.
2: Oh, okay. Well, yeah, here's the thing is there's still the same number of teams playing as last year. So that part of it's even. Uh, And so, yeah, I guess, I I guess it really depends on like how many.
3: I I, think that, that if it, and I said this about the NBA, I think if it's a, if it's the kind of thing that we anticipate, like say the Yankees against the Dodgers, I think people will go, okay, well, those teams were on top the whole season and they faced each other. And that's a legit World Series. If it turns out to be Tampa Bay yeah. against uh, Cleveland, yeah. or I mean, I guess no, they, can't, they can't, you know, can. or if it turns out to be like Minnesota against uh, uh, the Giants, okay, yeah. you know, that then people will go like, what the heck happened? Yeah. You know, when it's two teams that nobody thought would contend. That's why if it turns out to be the Lakers against Milwaukee, the Lakers against Miami, or, or maybe Denver against uh, Milwaukee or something like that, where people were saying, okay, these were two great teams and they wound up facing each other, that's a legit championship. That's but, you point. know, if it had been someone like, you know, Portland against uh, Indiana, for example, yeah. people would go like, hey, what happened? How come yeah. these
2: two teams? It, it was play? a fluke, you know, because any team can beat any any team. But yeah, yeah, I got gotcha. All right, we're going to cut to our second commercial uh, trivia question here talking great centers of the NBA. This great center dominated the post in the early days of pro basketball.
6: George Mike.
2: Well, that is the answer. <laughs> That's the only
6: one I know.
3: If you're going to go that early, and I know you're you. are not supposed to answer. I know it's you. Easy. I know you. You're going to go with the oldest goddamn center you can possibly find. Now i got to ask you a question about Jack Molina. So if you're going to push those things on me, Guys from the '40s, I can ask you trivia questions about Jack Molina. Okay, I'm sure
2: you could. All <laughs> right, well, um, now that you answered the question, don't do that to me. You got to wait till we come back from break. I, uh, but stay you with us. Ask better days. questions. Where's he come Hundred and One. We'll be right back.
0: Half Moon Bay Kayak Company, you can discover the world of sea kayaking, paddleboarding, and biking in Half Moon Bay. Paddle among seals, birds, and other marine life in protected Pillar Point Harbor or the wild waters of the open Pacific. Our fleet is made up of single and double kayaks, a wide variety of stand-up paddle boards, and many different bikes to suit your needs, which you can use to bike the famous Half Moon Bay Coastal Trail. We also offer classes, tours, corporate trips, and private events. Half Moon Bay Kayak Company. Call us today at 650-773-6101. That's 650-773-6101. Or go to hmbkayak.com for more details. Half Moon Bay Kayak Company. hmbkayak.com.
4: Mountain Mike's Pizza in San Rafael is open for both takeout and delivery. So if you want pizza the way it ought to be, call us at 415-454-4300 or go to mountainmike.sanrafael.com and order online. You can either pick up your fabulous pizza or we can deliver it to you. Our dough and shredded cheese are made fresh daily. So call 415-454-4300 or go to mountainmike.sanrafael.com and order your pizza.
2: I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com.
5: You probably heard about earning high returns investing in real estate through crowdfunding and other online platforms. But do you know where that real estate is located? At Pacific Private Money, we invest primarily in local Northern California real estate, and our clients earn yields of 7.5% secured by deeds of trust at conservative values. To find out more about one of the best-kept secrets in secured high-yield investing, go to PacificPrivateMoney.com or call 415-883-2150. Equal
0: housing lender, licensed CalDRE, 01897444. All investments have inherent risk, and your results may vary. This station does not guarantee nor endorse any investment strategy.
2: Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here, along with the trivia blaster yeah jackman now here's the question that we did ask we'll let you answer it again but let me at least finish the rest of the question this great center dominated the post in the early days of pro basketball and was uh, the first big man to make a big presence uh multiple scoring titles highlighted this career he passed away in 2005 who was he
3: the first guy to wear glasses while playing basketball
2: yeah i think you're right
3: George Mikan, George Mikan. giant was, tree, George Mikan. Yeah, he, yes.
2: was, he was a big boy. Yes. Um, okay. But well, before my
3: time, yet I still oh, know yeah. who he is.
2: The, 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 there you go. So now getting into a little bit of money side of things, suspended wide receiver Josh Gordon sold his 2018 Patriots Super Bowl ring for 138000
3: That buys a lot of weed.
2: Yeah, I was going to say he lost out on millions due to uh, substance abuse. Um, telling me he needed $138,000?
3: Well, maybe he's going to buy uh, 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 Clifford Robinson's old business. Wait, what was his business? He actually was uh, starting up. Uh, Uncle Cliffy was known as Uncle Spliffy, who just passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, and he um, uh, was starting up a cannabis business that was going to create marijuana that was tailored towards mm-hmm. <laughs> enhancing athletic performance because sort of uh, like
2: steroids uh, without it being steroids.
3: Correct. Correct. He. He. Okay. I mean, I think Clifford Robinson was way ahead of his time because he was he great. I love that Understood thing. the link between CBD and pain relief and performance em- enhancing. Level. So he wanted to come up with a smokable level of marijuana that wouldn't make you stoned, but would then give you the levels of pain relief and muscle relaxation that you would get from marijuana itself.
2: I wonder if the uh, NBA would, uh, you know, consider that uh, a banned substance.
3: Probably, but I think one day the NBA is going to change its mind and say that that marijuana and CBD and THC are not performance enhancing substances in that same way of steroids or you know or evil drugs like like cocaine and and so forth. Look, if they let oxy, if they let players use oxy, I don't see any reason why yeah. they couldn't use CBD.
2: You know, it, it's interesting because I'm thinking with steroids. For the NBA, it's not a power sport like you know baseball or football. Um, I mean, it, it'll make you heal faster.
3: That's a huge factor. Yeah,
2: but I mean that. I don't think that should be banned for if you heal faster.
3: Well, it means you're playing games that you wouldn't ordinarily be able to play without the help of the steroids. So it is. Yeah, but
2: I mean, okay. So why are certain substances like a band-aid okay you know what i mean you know anything that helps you
3: heal faster stitches right you know because if you take too many ban- if you put too many band-aids on yourself you don't get a heart attack and die
2: okay so it's protecting the players against themselves
3: uh, I think that okay. we've seen, you know, when we look at uh, Bagwell, for instance, Jeff Bagwell, uh, the you know, there's a cautionary tale for you. Yeah. That if you just let people do whatever steroids they want to do. I mean, we haven't seen Barry Bonds in his 60s and 70s. You know, True. we don't know what he's going to look like. Or Roger Clemens. We don't know what they're going to look like when they're in their, you know, 60s. Yeah. And all I can say is that as the wrestling specialist yeah i've seen a lot of wrestlers that are in their 60s and 70s and how they can't walk yeah. and how they can't move and a lot of them their bones and joints have literally um disappeared because mm. of the steroids they took
2: well but then you get a lot of centers uh, in football like jim otto who had 15 knee surgeries or 30 knee surgeries or something never probably i'm sure he never took steroids um, but just that position is so demanding on your on your knees. Oh
3: sure, oh sure. But then you add in the the steroids on top of it, and you add in the oxy on top of it, the the, the painkillers. And guys have very short lifespans, you know. But even,
2: but even they're talking about uh, ibuprofen. If you take too much of that, it, it's bad for your liver.
3: Well, I had to chomp down a huge number of them to get over my broken shoulder. So you know.
2: Yes. But, uh, and again, uh, we're not, you know, you're not prohibited from it from a sports standpoint, but if you're trying to protect athletes from themselves, why wouldn't that be banned
3: by, you know, taking too much of it? I can't, I, that part because people don't see ibuprofen as being a performance enhancer to get you to a completely different level that you wouldn't be at. It just gets you back to the same level that you were at normally. Versus taking. Okay, you that, to a that, level that,
2: that's that's a that's a good analysis. I'm just wondering in the NBA, uh, you know, you're gonna be able to heave shots from half court a lot easier. I mean, you know, yeah, you'll be a little strong, you'll be stronger, but stronger
3: know, means something. It means you're, you're a better pick- rebounder, you're a better defender. It means you can run up the court faster. You can dunk, you know, more quickly and get more height on your on your jump you know? And
2: okay. Cause I'm thinking like someone like Steph, Curry, shot blocking. Like, like how would he benefit except for being able to heal faster?
3: Shot that? blocking, stealing, all of those things. You yeah. have faster hand eye coordination when you take steroids, okay. you know, right. and they've got steroids that are so custom made. Barry Bonds really proved this is that you can get steroids that if you say, I want to hit the ball faster, they can basically custom make a steroid to get you to do that. Know They've that. got Ooh. so many designer drugs out there. And the Falco folks
2: yeah.
3: have, you know, labs that are, you know, they can start working on steroids that will meet what you need done. So you need to jump higher. They'll give you a steroid for that. Then you want to swing faster. You want to block shots more. How about, how a, about steroid.
2: a steroid that makes me look better looking?
3: Boy, what they're going to need like a barrel. They're going to need like, a, like one of those uh, tanker trucks. <laughs>
2: That's why they typically have the needle that's
3: like the size got. of a of a harpoon.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's so funny it reminds me of when uh, Abraham Lincoln was uh, you know the story of Abraham Lincoln uh, debating Stephen Douglas, and uh, Stephen Douglas uh, accused Abraham Lincoln of being two faced, and, and Lincoln's response was, "If, if I was two faced, you think I'd be wearing this You're one?" Wearing this one.
3: <laughs> Plus, what he really should have done is pulled out his wrestling mask. He was one of the great wrestlers, yes, and should have just put the claw hole yeah. on Douglas and just
2: yeah he was a, he was a very strong uh, guy with all that axe, uh, you know cutting and the,
3: one of the first quote unquote pro wrestlers in the fact that he would go to camp to camp, he would wrestle, he would beat guys up, and they would, he would get a portion of the bets that were placed on him. Oh yeah, so <laughs> technically he was a professional wrestler in that sense.
2: Wow. Now yes. you got to go back to Greco, you know, Roman times, right? Yeah.
3: yeah absolutely.
2: I uh, want to also mention here uh, about Michael Jordan's rookie card sells for $420,000. Oh
3: my God. I've got a Michael Jordan card somewhere around my house now. It's, his, it's his
2: rookie card. So yeah, I don't it's know not a rookie card, that.
3: but I'm still going to scour it. Maybe I can get like 10 <laughs> bucks for it.
2: Okay. But get this. So a Mickey Mantle World Series used bat went for 288000 and
3: and at no. those prices, I'll buy too. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah. And Babe Ruth's 1934 Yankees contract went for 234000 And I mean, you, you know, think my, dad, my,
3: dad had, my dad had all those baseball cards. Really? My dad had all those comic books, the ones like Superman number one oh. and, and Batman number one and all of that. And what happened? My grandmother. As soon as my dad went to college, threw them all out. Threw them all out. My mom was going to throw out all of my comics when I went to college. And just before I left, I said, if you touch my comics, I'm going to come home and I'm going to take all your artwork and I'm going to throw all of it out. So she didn't touch my comics, but she threw out all my star wars <gasps> toys those were worth or now would have been worth thousands of dollars wow. thousands of dollars i have i see them now and like the the those like uh uh those auctions and stuff like that and i go yeah. oh my god i had that oh my god i had yeah. that oh my god now they weren't all in boxes they weren't all in perfect shape yeah, But I'm my scared. mom just when i came home From college, and my room had been cleared out of all the toys that I left. It was it was as if someone shot me. For about two days, I cried and I didn't talk to my my mom. Oh man!
2: And that was before it it was even worth anything. Yeah, it was
3: before eBay. It was before you could even sell them easily. But I knew they were going to be worth a lot. So I said, "But you know, I've kept all my comics for my kids, and even if they don't read them." or anything like that. It's the one legacy. I said, I'm not going to say I I have thousands of comics. I've never sold a single one because I want them to go to my kids.
2: Wow. You you know, and I remember when baseball cards were starting to uh, be worth something, you know, in the 80s. And uh, my sister, I don't remember how she got this, but she got like a whole bunch of baseball cards from so she was cleaning out something was they weren't mine. Um, and there was a a baseball card show coming to, you know, the local civic center for us. And uh, so she's just, Oh, okay, well, I'll just go there and sell them, you know? So she didn't throw them out. Right. But she sold them. I mean, the, I think these guys saw her coming, you know, hi, uh, what do you think this is worth? You know, and I think they gave her like a hundred dollars for probably, you know, $5,000 worth of cards, something like that. It's ridiculous.
3: It happens with comics too. Yeah, you know, it happens with comics too. Little old ladies will go to a comic book store and say, "I just found these in my basement, and I just want to get rid of them." Yeah, are are, are they
2: worth anything? Yeah, yeah, sure, uh, they're worth five dollars. You
3: know, well, here's the one thing: now you have the ability to go on to eBay before you yeah. go to something like that yeah. and and see if there's any value in them by anyone yeah. else selling them I just found out that one of the comics that I had which is X-Men number 12 which is the first appearance of the juggernaut um I just for the heck of it just checked eBay 935 dollars it's selling for Really, I bought it for a dollar fifty. how long ago oh 81
2: 82. Okay, well the rate of return on that's about 12% a year, you
3: know. It's other than to put that. my money into. <laughs> so you never know, but that's the other thing is you never know. A lot of a lot of baseball cards are not worth very much. No. You know, it's only it's only the ones that guys that become and a lot of times it's when guys become bigger celebrities.
2: Not not necessarily though. Uh, there are cards from the 60s that are worth I mean they're not worth thousands, but they're worth, you know, Five ten dollars that were you know worth a penny, um, and it's only because there are no name players. But someone wants a complete set; they want every player who played in 1964 for the St. Louis Cardinals. It's also
3: those number of prints were much lower in number exactly than in the 70s and 80s when they realized it was becoming a big business. They started making more and more yep. and more of them. the early, so, early,
2: early 1980s, like, they just overdid it like crazy.
3: Yes. Okay, so now we're
2: going to cut to our last trivia question here. And if you know
3: the answer, Mr. All right, all right. I won't even say GD either.
2: Uh, Thank you. Which great center has made more free throws than anyone else in his position?
3: That's a pretty good one. That's a good one, right? Yeah, that is a good one.
2: That's a good one. Okay. Uh, Whoever knows the answer to that, uh, go ahead and uh, email edward at sportsecon 101 dot com the answer to this question which great center has made more free throws than anyone else in his position all right and when we come back we are going to have some closing comments here on sports econ 101 we
3: finished the hour that quick can you believe it
2: so don't touch that dial we are going to be right back
0: We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now.
1: 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063.
6: Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares.
1: That's 855-325-1780.
2: Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill.
1: Welcome back to Sports
2: Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Russell Jackman. Who needs Vern? Who needs Vern? We need Vern. Next week we'll have him. Okay, which great center has made more free throws than anyone else at his position? We're talking the NBA centers. I'm just
3: going to go with the raw numbers of it, and I'd say Kareem.
2: That's what I would have thought. But I think he's got the most points. But he has not made the most free throws. Interesting. This was a hard one. You'll know the play. You'll know the name. And I'm pretty sure he's a Hall of Famer, but uh, it's it's not somebody you would think. Hmm. Hmm. I'll give you three seconds.
3: Okay. Um, let me guess. Elijah one?
2: Nope. Moses Malone.
3: Oh.
2: Interesting, huh?
3: Really? Well, he did score a lot of points in yeah. his day. He was really looked to as the major scorer. Yeah. For, for and he must center. have
2: gotten fouled a lot.
3: <laughs> yeah, he did get fouled a lot. Yeah, he did get fouled a lot. But and he was a pretty good free throw shooter. But I just That's thought fine. the raw numbers of Kareem playing for 20 straight years.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, I, w- I would have thought him too because he he got fouled a lot too.
3: Pile up. Like, yes. I guess
2: Moses was most. I don't know what Moses. Um, uh, you know, uh, percentage. Of free throws made was, but it must've been pretty high to, to have made more. And he died throws.
3: just a couple of years ago too. So yeah,
2: that's kind of sad. All right. Uh, we're going to go cut out our thoughts of the day. I know it did go pretty fast here. A computer once beat me at chess, but <laughs> it was no match for me at kickboxing. I'll tell you that. And whenever you see a successful business, someone once, once made a courageous decision. Ain't that the truth? <laughs>
3: That's true. Uh, yeah, exactly. But they 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 got over that really fast.
2: Yeah, but I mean, if you think about it, if you you know, if you start your own business, you know, you you've made a courageous decision because if you fail, it's not like uh, people just bail you out for no reason, unless you're a bank, right? All right, or you can in. call your dad. Yeah, that's true. You can do that too. Tune in next week, to Sports Ecom One Hundred and One. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening on behalf of our team. I'm Edward Brown, wishing you the best.
3: Adios, America.
2: We'll see you next week.